Greetings and welcome to this special Accelerate edition of The Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman. It's time to bring the orange with our special guests, James Gallegos and Tago Navone. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah, you. good great. to have you here and uh, really excited uh, to have you share on some of the uh, the technological developments, some of the things that are coming out. So we've got this timed uh, right at Accelerate to debut and specifically talk around what we're doing and announcing with storage class memory. Um, before we get into that, James, what what are you currently doing at Pure and, and a little bit on your background? So right now I'm in the uh, product marketing uh, department for Flash Array business unit. So I'm handling uh, you know, product and solutions marketing for those guys, working closely with engineering um, and with the field and making sure we're coming out with uh, high quality products. Yeah, you kind of wear a lot of hats around here too, yeah, I a think, lot of, right? a lot of hats. I just, yeah, I just moved out of <laughs> In addition to the one you have on right now. Yeah, I'm wearing my awesome uh, orange trucker hats Very cool. uh, right now. Um, yeah, we, you know, I, I was an SE um, for a long time before I, I joined the, the corporate world awesome. um, here at Pure. So I've been at Pure now going on four years. Cool. So I've got to see a lot of our uh, our development and changes and evolution. So it's been really fun. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have that blend. Great to have somebody from uh, from from systems engineering coming coming in house. And Tago, what about you? You you've been here a little bit less time, but yeah, having, having fun, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. The the culture is great. I've been here around nine months. Okay. I'm in the platform BU, so deep in hardware. Um, handling a lot of the uh, the SCM uh, on the product uh, product management side as well. Uh, so we'll, you'll hear me talk a lot about uh, direct memory. I'm pretty passionate about this. So I'm excited to be no, here. No, I know. And I know you're you're deeply involved in all the performance testing and the other things that we're if, doing right now. It's really an exciting time to be able to I, bring I could this go out. too deep here. So. Well, we'll see. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get into this and see. But first, let's, let's step back a little bit um, contextually, right? And, and I've been in IT, you know, 25 years. And it feels like all we do is bring out new technologies that sort of shift the bottleneck to other places, right? We just, right. <laughs> we just give the bottleneck, you know, somewhere else. We put cash on the processor and the <laughs> bottleneck kind of moves out to storage. But um, from a storage perspective, um, James, what, what have traditionally been the bottlenecks? So it's, it's interesting. Being, being uh, in the industry as long as I have, just going on probably about 12 years yeah, total, yeah. spending time at NetApp and then with various partners in between, um, it's been interesting to see, uh, you know, we go through, you know, traditional spinning disk uh, type storage arrays um, and then trying to figure out, okay, we can't, you know, we can't squeeze any more IOPS out of this. What are we going to do? Then came along Flash and the various ways that they use that. So some of our competitors implemented it in a, in a tiering methodology. So where they're actually going to take chunks of data and move it from slower disk to either faster spinning disk, like from 7K to 10 or 15K, for example, um, or to you know flash media, which was which came a little bit afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's also the caching, right? Um, and and caching was you know developed uh, for primarily for for read caching. Um, some in some uh, extenuating circumstances, write through caching as well. Um, you know, but that's kind of been the history. And now you know with uh, with with flash being uh, where it is, the price per gig being where it is, you see, mo- you know, most storage manufacturers have all flash arrays for, you know, for most of their tier one um, products that they rolled out. So are we kind of past this era of doing funky tricks and and you know doing doing things to to try to mask the problem? Now we're on flash, and so now it's kind of like we're all at an even playing field. What can we do further? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So you know, kind of going back to your question about moving the bottlenecks. Right. Um, so you know, I I think we've seen. You know, I, I always like when I'm talking to customers. I always like to joke. Okay, who are we blaming this time for problems? Yeah, that's right. is, is, it, <laughs> is it the network team? Is it the yeah, storage guys? Exactly. Luckily, the storage guys are kind of out 
of the crosshairs right now hmm. because they say, okay, we have all flash rays. It's not us, you yeah. know? And so the bottleneck's starting to move more towards, you know, towards the network. Okay. And so we're, we're addressing that more with, you know, NVMe over fabrics which uh, as a consequence kind of is moving the bottleneck back to storage. Interesting. Where the network is is caught up. It's very, very fast. The pipes are really, really big. Um, you know, the protocols are really good. And now we're here, we're ready for kind of like the next stage. What, okay. what after flash is kind of where we're at right now. So is this an evolution then of what the apps are demanding? Like, is it, I mean, you know, you, you're primarily looking at databases from the, from the storage yeah. arena. They haven't changed all that much. But, but this is always true, right? right? Anytime you offer a little more performance to the to the users, they're going to use that performance. There's always it. an appetite they're, for they're, performance. They, they the same way, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, the same way there's always an appetite for more data, right? right. So, so they may not look at some point like they're um, hungry for more performance, but the moment you give them something faster, they're, the the developers there and the people on the application side are going to find a way to to leverage that performance and use it. And the reality is that if going back to storage, right, all of your data is in our hands effectively, um, <laughs> and and that you know puts a little pressure in not being the bottleneck, right? If if the storage was the bottleneck, then everybody's just looking at you. The moment you move it somewhere else, like you said, we're no longer in the crosshairs and. People are gonna keep accessing more data. They're gonna keep generating more data. That's not slowing down. So we have to find ways to go beyond just flash and and make it even faster and and better and stronger and all those things. Yeah, I guess it's that expansion of data, right? Yep. That there's just so much more being generated. Exactly. And if you're gonna offer yep. a little bit more performance, response times, efficiency, right? You know, if you're people are gonna use it. Yeah, if you if you're driving a Tesla and they do a software upgrade, you're gonna take it, <laughs> exactly. right? And you're like, oh, I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna have that 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 extra time, uh, you know, that speed coming off the light. You you go ahead and you take it. It makes it makes a, a, a ton of sense. Um, shift to so we made a big bet around NVMe, right? Um, yep. already, yep. right? And that's already pre, you know pervasive across the the portfolio. And we see a lot of customers benefiting from it. Um, how how is that played as part of this um, this evolution, right? How does that play from an app perspective? Yeah, well, at the very basics, right? NVMe was a necessary step to make a lot of the further enhancements performance available, right? If you have basically these protocols are a bottleneck within the system, right? Okay. So you had to make those those pipes wider before we can even think about introducing something like. SCM or actually being able to take uh, full advantage of flash. If you go back to our uh, introduction of direct flash, direct flash was directly enabled by NVMe. So yeah. we have to we have to make those bets to actually be able to offer that extra performance to people. Um, the applications again would not have been able to see the extra performance had we still been using this this thin, flimsy pipe that was SAS. Yeah, yeah, and I I think uh, you know kind of. Uh, kind of piling on top of that a bit. Um, another really important thing that I've seen NVMe address is really density, mm. right? Um, because you know the the SCSI uh, you know storage access protocol living in you know SAS and SATA, um, it has a lot of overhead. Yeah. And so what what happens is when you have an uh, you know a SAS SSD that's you know 15 terabytes for example, or or even getting bigger than that, the 30 or 60 terabyte variations, you know the I/O per gigabyte starts to get you know disturbingly low. Um, and so that means that, you know, you have a lot of controller overhead for storage arrays, or even if you're, you're directly attaching them to a server, the server overhead. Um, what NVMe does is, is it makes it a, a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. So, it, NVMe really, you know, if you have a good system and good 
media in the backhand and you're managing this well, NVMe just allows you to do that the way you want to, right? For us, yep. again, bringing up direct flash, we we were ready for flash from the very beginning, of but we, we were held back by NVMe not being there, yep. right? And the yep. moment we that, that avenue was opened up by NVMe, um, that's where a lot of innovation was able to rush in. Yep. Yeah. And then now we've discovered there's more we can do. So let's right. let's shift on, right? You've got this intermediary kind of layer, right, between Flash yeah. and between DRAM. We kind of know what DRAM does, and it, you know, sits uh, sits in the server, right? And and yeah, um, yep. you know, it's uh, volatile, right? It needs to be it's volatile. It needs yeah. to be refreshed, and right? It's, it's and expensive and expensive, yeah. right? And so you get a lot of that in, and you get some mm -hmm. of these apps where the more memory you have, the more you pay to use it. That's right. We're looking for ways that we can, you know, optimize. And so the chip vendors are pretty smart. Yep. Right. You know, folks like Intel, they've recognized this and gone and innovated around that. Talk about that a little, James. Yeah. So you know, th this happened a few years ago. I um, mean, it was a kind of a joint venture between uh, Intel and Micron mm -hmm. uh, to develop a new type of non-volatile memory called uh, 3D Crosspoint. Yeah. And 3D Crosspoint is representative of, of how the actual, you know, uh, the, the bits on the drive are accessed. Um, and the cool thing about Crosspoint was now all of a sudden we're, we're at a, a completely different type of memory. Uh, we're not NAND. Yep. Um, and we're not DRAM. It's, it's somewhere in between. And so, you know, after a, a lot more research and testing, we, you know, they, you know, together they were able to find that it's, it's a lot more, has a lot more endurance capability. So you can use it, write to it a lot more than traditional NAND and not have to worry about wear leveling and all that silly right, stuff. Right. Um, but the performance was a lot better uh, than NAND. And so, you know, uh, together they've been able to do that, um, you know, kind of going more to today, you know, Intel's kind of known for um, actually putting this to market. And they put it to market under a brand name called uh, Optane. This is the Optane brand, yeah. Yeah, right, and we've right. partnered with Intel um, in our release of this, which we're going to get into. Um, but that's what really kind of uh, is the next step. So we go from SaaS-based SSDs, which, to be honest, still 90-something percent of the all flash arrays in the market are still using SaaS SSDs. Um, you know, the few that offer NVMe media, they have premiums associated with that. So we've been very proud to offer NVMe at no premium. Mm -hmm. So we're already kind of ahead there. Now we're going to make another leap yeah. um, and add in a new type of media that's you know faster, more reliable, um, and be able to work with what we have. Yeah, and so that's where we get to today at Accelerate, right? Which yep. is, we've been saying SCM, let's go ahead and say storage, yeah. storage, storage, storage class memory, memory yeah. to make sure that's well-defined. <laughs> there are many names out there, right? Between know, Crosspoint yeah. and Optane and storage right. class memory, yeah. it's all the same. Yeah, I feel like we yeah. heard 3D Crosspoint for years and years, yeah. and, and then it went just away. went away. Yeah, yeah, it realized it was a little tricky. And then everybody started using Optane, that's right. and, and now let's, that's you know, we're gonna say SCM, storage class memory, and then our instantiation of this that we're branding as as direct direct memory Cache, right that's right which which fits in the kind of that framework that we've been talking about with nvme so yeah so. we're, we're always looking forward to introducing all these new technologies yeah. that come up right there was a clear gap as james was saying between dram and flash um there was something that was missing there flash was a lot cheaper than dram but you know we say a lot slower disk is out of the picture now right now the slowest thing we put in in any of our all flash arrays is the flash which is weird to think about but i know, I know. <laughs> yeah but there was a big gap between the flash and the memory within the server both in price and performance so so intel came in and, and basically captured that with storage class memory and we've been thinking about how can we get the advantage of that in our flash arrays right obviously this is still more expensive than flash yeah so we don't want to regress and just replace all of the flash with scm that would be very very expensive to everybody and 
we wouldn't sell very much of it. Um, but also, we don't want to go the the opposite direction and just replace DRAM with uh, with SCM, which is what what some server server renders do, uh, because that would actually make the DRAM slower. Even though you add a little more of it, it becomes slower. Yeah, you're shifting uh, the bottleneck again. Exactly. So the question <laughs> is, where the theme, how do we use right? this effectively without right. making any part of the product regress? Okay. Um, and the the solution to this was instead of using it as a tier like many people do, we are using it as a cache. So basically, we want to use the better performance that comes out of SCM to help people get better read latency, uh, better read performance in general, and uh, access their data faster, right? How, how are we bringing this out, um, James, and still maintaining what we do well at Pure, right? Simplicity and, and you know, this isn't just a, you know, it's not just a hardware thing. There's software capabilities that that need to be able to take advantage of that as well right or need to be in, integrated with it yeah that's right I you know when, when we're when we're evaluating new technologies it, it's it's absolutely crucial that we stick to you know what we've always done well um, you know when and we and internally we like to refer to the three E's you know effortless evergreen and efficiency Efficient, right um, so we like to you know kind of keep everything to those those core ideals and so when there's a new technology there's a few a few really core things that in mind. Um, and the first, and I think Santiago will speak to this a bit, is is the simplicity aspect. Right, right. Um, we want to make sure that uh, a customer is able to add in a new technology and not have to do a lot to to manage it, to upgrade it. Uh, you know, no no manual tiering, no manual you know knobs. We like again another internal thing, nerd knobs. I don't know if you guys have heard that. <laughs> I haven't heard nerd knobs. Okay, <laughs> you haven't heard nerd knobs. knobs? Okay, that's an old one. So knobs to, and buttons and dials and things. But so we, not we, nerd. Yeah, right? in the in the in the back in, in in the past we've called them nerd knobs. We don't we don't we don't include any nerd knobs. So you don't have to worry about really doing anything much. Um, and then we also want to make it effortless. And and to touch on this really quick before I kind of really dig into the to the software, um, you know, for a lot of our competitors are going to start coming out with. SCM, as you're going to notice. In fact, we had a big competitor last week yeah. um, announce that they were coming it's out. It's a natural evolution. It's a natural right? evolution. It's, it's, it's hot. It's out there. It. Right. So a big way for us to differentiate ourselves is is make it so existing customers can use it. Right. So that you don't have to forklift out of what you have in order to get this and gain this new technology. Um, existing customers with X70, X90 arrays can very simply non-disruptively add it to those arrays. So it's it's been a really really cool thing to see that okay we're coming out with something that's that's so new um, and so technologically advanced and we're gonna s- kind of keep to those ideals and, and yeah. To, yeah and take advantage of evergreen and what we allow with just you know populating Absolutely. it with you know in a non-disruptive way so that we can take advantage of these use cases yep. where this will provide a benefit yeah right? like you were saying it's not just about the hardware it's also about the software right yeah, that's because right it effortless like just to give you a, yeah. an example here the moment you plug it in it just works right the cache mm-hmm. starts warming up uh people the customers reading from the array and accessing the the hottest data will see lower latency without having to configure anything so you have to do anything you just plug you have it to go in. back and do nerd knobs no <laughs> yeah, nerd knobs. no nerd knobs. <laughs> no nerd knobs. Let's, 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 let's bring it back see what i did there see what i did there it just works it yeah. just works yeah so what what are those use and maybe this is back to kind of the evolution thing james which is yep. you know how this evolved and you talked a little bit about it right with intel and micron and and how this evolved but obviously there was there had to be some like problem there's some business benefit 
Otherwise, those companies weren't going to go invest in, in this new technology. So where were those use cases? Where, where do you really see this as something that's necessary? So there, there's been, uh, you know, a, as we continue to, to improve, you know, when, when we added NVMe to the arrays and swapped out SAS SSDs, again, and due in large part to our software, um, we're not just swapping out, you know, pieces of hardware. We're actually, there's a lot of software that goes involved with this. You know, we're able to squeeze our latency down from, you know, just shy of a, a millisecond average latency to, you know, half a millisecond. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes even, even yeah, better, I was like corner, 200, corner case is a little bit faster. Yeah. 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 Um, and so now, you know, with, with NVMe over fabrics, um, we add that into the mix, that goes even lower. Um, but there still are applications that we're finding that are, are hungry for more. Right. Um, and those applications tend to, uh, a lot of times, live in like direct attached storage environments. Where there's a lot of you know local SSDs, local NVRAM mm-hmm. or NVMe drives potentially in servers, they scale that out um, and be a big cluster, and then that's how they're able to kind of get what they were looking for. You know, that's not easy to manage. It's a lot to support. It's you know a lot to do things with that. Um, and so, you know, come come into the next step. Okay, so what can we do to help? Um, and that's really what we go. Okay, so the next step is to just get faster. So wh- where's our next bottleneck? Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, the next type of media is really that that next step. How do we add that um, easily? Um, how is it uh, very accessible to our existing and new customers? And how do we address these applications? And these these new applications are applications that are you know I think that what you what you could expect uh, they're they're financial applications, um, critical healthcare applications, uh, databases that that need really really quick response times um, or or a lot of transactions. Um, and we're able to address those really, really well. With yeah, I'm thinking like in the financial area, like one of those, you know, hedge fund trade, right? Where, yeah, those are that's where a good just use case. minuscule, yeah. tiny yeah. little fractions of, of, you know, a microsecond are the things that make a difference for them from from a revenue standpoint. So absolutely, they're going to turbocharge, right? It is about that and also user experience. And by the way, yeah. this is a journey that we did uh, of course. bring forward with NVMe Fabrics, right? Right. The, the Only with NVMe Fabrics and these new technologies do you start even asking the question, can we move these DAS workloads to shared storage, which is a lot right. easier to manage, a lot more efficient, a lot cheaper overall once you, you actually architect uh, your deployment, right? So it's a question that nobody would have asked uh, 10 years ago. Yeah, even five years ago. Yeah. Even five years yeah. ago, even yeah. for yeah. NVMe Fabrics. So you bring NVMe yeah. Fabrics that lowers the latency further. You bring SCM, you go. Now like we're hitting such low numbers that all of these questions need to be asked. I'm talking about applications, right? You mentioned financial yep. um, applications where this makes a real, you know, do- you can actually quantify the dollars there. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. Based on your performance. But there are a lot of other use cases where you're talking about, you know, responsiveness to both, uh, that affects both user experience. Uh, you know, if you're people, every time you have to run a report or a query, your um, staff has to wait mm-hmm. uh, long periods of time. That actually affects their productivity, right? Yep. And their yep. productivity can go up by just not having to wait those long periods of time. And in cases where productivity, again, has a very clear translation to business value, which is most cases, um, you, you you stand to benefit from making these applications faster. And it, it is pretty funny, actually. As I'm thinking about everything that uh, that you're talking about, it's, this is the first time, really, that I can remember that we're now comparing ourselves to local memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? When we're, we, That's I, we, a slippery slope. That is a slippery <laughs> slope. We, were, I, we just got some testing back from uh, our SAP uh, solutions guys where they, they were showing that they were getting roughly the 90% of the performance of in-memory 
at what 65 save 65% off something yeah, like that. Yeah, 65% and that's, 65% that's just cost you know savings on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because you know the application does a good job of figuring out what I need to keep in memory and what is slightly less valuable to keep in memory and the high performance of flash ray makes it so that eh, it actually doesn't matter that much. Well, and that so was kind exciting. of the goal and that was kind of the goal of in memory initially, right? Yeah, right. My prior, you know, experience and role we did some work around in memory and the whole thing was what you just talked about Tago which was the you know the people that are running those queries that take 32 hours or whatever right yeah. you're running some big report across mm-hmm. a whole bunch of data and in memory could speed that up well now we're kind of taking it to 11 yeah right and even, <laughs> and even right. taking that further so instead of 32 hours going down to two we're now saying maybe you can get this in minutes or in and out, you know, whatever, whatever that speed up is, but it impacts decision making. It impacts the ability to have visibility on, you know, what those, you know, small number of people want to get out of the data. It does. This will help. It does. And like you said, it may be a small number of people in the sense that it is, it is a very specific type of use case, right? Mm -hmm. And, and the people who stand to benefit from this will benefit significantly. Yeah. Uh, But it's also important to recognize and don't let competitors tell you otherwise (laughs) caches only benefit certain workloads, right? And That's right. what we're offering uh, here with with the right memory cache, it's in the name and the right memory there modules, yep. is a read cache. So there is a very real benefit to a lot of people who want their applications to be faster and whose workloads are um, ideal for a cache. But also it is not just something that you plug into, you know, any old array that yeah. um, anybody has like maybe other competitors may claim and see a see a benefit across the board. Yeah, it is it for, might be we're talking uses. about our uh, peer one. Uh, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. we are we are you know working on these features, uh, the ability for customers to basically do a what if scenario, right? What if I was to install these modules on um, my current flash array based on the the information that the arrays found home? We actually have a very good idea. We can run simulations of how much benefit the customers would get. Um, so the customer would be able, and by the way, SCs and AEs as well, um, yeah, through right. other internal tools, they would be able to look at a specific array and say, hey, if I was to install on this workload as you're running it today, you were to add a cache, you would see X percent latency uh, decrease, which is awesome. Yeah, this is pure one bay, meta-based yeah, right, it, technology. But but I like that we're, we're being overt with the idea that you're not just going to plug this, you know, you're not going to hundred percent just plug it in and, you know, all of a sudden there was no reason to hide it. Right. You see, you see benefits, right. Let's be open about those things that are the right places to put it. We've always um, aimed for a good user experience, right? We've never boasted hero numbers. We're never tried to lie to people about performance. We want the real use case that our customers, the real workload customers run on the array to benefit. Right, so we there is no point in in just making up numbers. Right, um, let's. It, there's a large number of customers that really want um, the ability to have a cache, and they're going to benefit heavily. Uh, but this is a feature really for them. Yeah, if you if you look at our our overall current customer NPS scores, right, how how satisfied they are as being a customer. Yeah, I think a lot of that is reflective of us putting out realistic numbers and realistic expectations. A lot of times. You know, the customers will get a lot more than we even say that they might. Yeah. Um, but it's it's 
completely opposite of a lot of our competitors, right? Well, I prefer you know, we're to not, be, we're not going yeah. a billion IOPS. I prefer and, to go be yeah. conservative, right? And then, right. and then surprise and folks realistic. when we exceed. Yeah. And realistic, right? And, and I think that's what, you know, you're working on a lot of the testing right now. And we're putting out a lot of the info. Yeah. And, and, you know, we are going to be realistic about those areas. It's not really even about the benchmark, right? It's yeah. about your real workload. That's right. It always yeah. is. Yeah. Right? It always is. Um, so with that in mind, where can we send folks to see demonstrations or get more information? Is there a way they can, you know, Meta will be out there eventually, the, the Pure One service to kind of figure out, you know, if this might have a benefit. But where, where else can we have folks go to check this out, to test yeah. it out? Yeah. So you mentioned Meta. Obviously, that's going to yeah. be out uh, within a couple of months. Um, for now, obviously, Accelerate. Which is now. Yep. Um, we we are here, and uh, please come find us and, and talk to us about it. But also take advantage of the uh, of all the infrastructure we have put in place. There is a customer solution center. Yep. Uh, which customers can leverage to run POCs way faster and see the benefit of of flash array, and in this case, flash array with direct memory modules, very very quickly. Um, yeah, and I I think that um, you know our our uh, websites, data sheets, everything are launched this week. Okay. Um, so go go take uh, you know take a look at those, um, but you know back to the customer solution center. That's a really great uh, opportunity. Test along drive with Pier it, One. Right. Go, a lot of, go a lot take of a really pure cool. test drive and and see what yeah. this can do for you. Yeah, and of uh, course keep an eye out on the blogs. We always keep publishing you know new results as as we see more and more application specific use cases that benefit from this, uh, where you can see realistic results on on where. It yep. may make sense to to add this. Yep, the three of us are currently working on those things <laughs> in real time. <laughs> That's right. In real time right now against one of our favorite application sites. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so everybody, uh, huge range of blogs. Um, the websites will are, are now updated, and, and there's plenty of documentation out there. So um, guys, thanks so much for, for coming in and, and sharing all that you've been working on Thank with, you with SEM. Us. I know it's been an army of folks that, That's uh, exciting. that, that have been working on this and it's, it's a great, it's a great addition into the, into the story, right. With the NVMe and everything that we're providing. So, yeah. um, very cool. Um, thanks everybody for listening to this special edition of the pure report brought to you right at, uh, accelerate for more information. You can go to purestorage.com slash flash array. That's probably the best place to get you for all the latest and greatest around this. And as always, thank you for listening, for subscribing and uh, go on and tell a colleague, um, you know, bring that listenership up. We'll keep bringing you great episodes and great guests like Tago and James here. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap for pure storage and James Gallegos and Tago Navone. This is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you.